episode where Nation Potatoes reacts. Uh, I'm your host, Emmy McDonald, here with my co-host, Alex Martin. Alex? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday! Yeah, we're doing a mid-afternoon Sunday record, uh, which I don't think we've ever done, so I don't know. Might get a little zany. (laughs) Might be very, might be very collected. Um, Who knows? Remains to be seen. Um, today we are here to talk about season two, episode two of Yellow Jackets, which is titled Edible Complex. Great Puns. name. Puns. Um, and uh, I guess we can get right into it. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Um, so we cold open this episode, which I think Yellow Jackets pretty much always does a cold open, right? I want to say yes. I also feel like this, I don't know if you noticed it, this episode, I feel like they teased us a little bit with like in a little like an intro, like a showtime intro, and then didn't give us the credit sequence. It like had the like a little like, it like went black mm-hmm. and had like yellow jackets and the one again, me, me and Pete were both like, is there no, <laughs> is there yeah. no, op- like, is there no intro? Yeah, I actually, I kind of thought that too. We do ultimately get it, but um yeah. Yeah, so usually I think this show does a cold open. Um, So we get a cold open of Shauna and Jackie in the meat shed. Uh, We hear again that they're running out of food, obviously, recurrent theme. Um, They talk about Jackie's ear. Jackie asks Shauna if she said a little ear prayer when uh, Shauna lies and says, like, oh, I buried it or whatever. Um, And then Shauna braids Jackie's hair. we cut to everyone inside. They're waiting on Shauna to eat dinner. And Ty goes out to go and get her. And Lottie says, don't, because Shauna is processing. Um, and there's a debate about eating Shauna's share of the food. Um, again, they're starting to starve, which is going to become relevant at the end of this episode. Um, and then there's a conversation about somebody shitting in the pee bucket and about somebody not returning a lantern to its spot um which read to me as kind of just like another thing of just like oh like the tensions are rising yeah every little thing is going to start becoming you know much bigger things are starting to become a problem yes and little thing like not yeah i mean shitting Shitting in the pee pee bucket bucket is gross yeah (laughs) but my first thought was I was like it was probably you, Ty, in your sleepwalking. In your sleep, you. sleep shit. But Foul. it was probably Misty. No, yeah, it, it seemed like it was Misty. Like when when they were like, "Who smells?" and Misty like smelled herself and like did not look happy. With I know they're like, "Who found. smells?" I'm like, guarantee all y'all. literally every single one of you. Like that's disgusting. But yeah, Shauna um, or braiding the hair. And Jackie is, I, you know, not to spoil, I mean, obviously spoilers, but, you know, down in the episode, this is probably the last time we'll see Jackie, Jackie in this yeah. way. I mean, maybe she'll return, but it's getting mean <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really mean. Which, you know, is obviously Shauna's imagination. But... Right. So back in the shed, Jackie asks Shauna to do her makeup and a caboodle materializes, which I think we saw in the first season Jackie had brought yes. with her. Um, and then Sean, or Je- Jackie says to Shauna, Jeff only had sex with you because I made you someone else and you only had sex with Jeff so you could imagine being me. 
which is mean. Um, Very mean. But kind of goes to the point of what we were saying last week of like, you know, I mean, we kind of said, I think this exact thing of, you know, that seems to be part of Shauna's attraction to Jeff is that he quote unquote belonged to Jackie. Um, And then Jackie says to Shauna, you're hungry. And Shauna says something about like Thai made dinner. And Jackie says, that's not what you're hungry for. And then Jackie lobs off a chunk of her arm. Um, and she's laughing and Shauna yells at her to stop and Jackie says you're the one holding the knife and the thing that I thought was also really interesting about this scene is this is like the first time that we see Shauna have one of these interactions with Jackie where then we don't immediately cut to like Jackie's body like we don't see Shauna break out of her delusion here it's like she's so absorbed in it that like this is just what's real to her now it was, I think I'm right, not to toot my own horn, but about the season being spookier. Because mm. that was like a, that, I mean, it wasn't like the scariest thing I've ever seen, but like it ha- it was spookier than some of the moments we've had in the show, something about it. Um, yeah. 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 And it's, I mean, and... Yeah, and that line is very much reflective of kind of what you were saying before, which is like, you know, yeah, Sean is holding the knife, but also like Sean is the one that is, you know, obviously Jackie had an ability to be kind of cutting, but um, Shauna is the one who's saying all of these things and coming up with all of these things that she's saying. Like, it is just Shauna's internal monologue. Um, Then we get the title sequence, and we get... Um, and then we cut to Callie, Shauna's daughter, who, to be perfectly honest, I had to really pay attention to remember what her name is, because I kept calling her Shauna's daughter in the outline. Um, and she says she's numbing herself into oblivion. Um, and then she jumps, yeah, yeah, very, very teen behavior, just vaping and numbing herself into oblivion. Uh, and then she dumps her boyfriend, Kevin. Um, (laughs) then Kevin is clueless. Kevin has no idea what's going on. Not, not even a little bit. Uh, then we see Van wake up and Ty isn't there. Um, I noted that Van's massive face wound is healing quite nicely. Like, I remember thinking this when they sewed her back up that like, I really thought that this was going to be worse. Um, it's not that bad of a scar for like being mauled by an animal. No, and that was so gnar- that So gnarly. So gnarly. Yeah, maybe the grossest thing that has happened on this show. Mm. Totally brutal. Um, so Van has to tackle Ty right before she goes off the cliff edge after Ty is, like, following someone in her that, trance. A, which that seems spooky like it's man be in a suit. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if it was a man or a I woman, I mean, but it was definitely somebody in a suit, which is weird because... Obviously, a lot of the imagery that we're getting in the woods is kind of, like, ethereal and a lot of, like, gowns and, you know, like, that's kind of more of the vibe, you know, very, like, woodland kind of vibes. So it being someone in a suit is really weird. And I was trying to remember, because remember the scene last season where Ty was with her grandmother and then there was, like, someone with no eyes? Oh, yeah. But I was trying to remember what that person looked like and I couldn't, so... I'll report back if I go back and watch that episode. You're right. Um, yeah, my thought if was that like, in a suit. why would this person have been in a suit if they're, like, 
in the yeah. woods. Yeah, weird. Because it, it doesn't weird. seem like anything was ever Maybe there. The, yeah, like, because it, it doesn't feel like, oh, it's like the pilot of the plane, which yeah. is the only thing that would make sense. But she's definitely following somebody. Um, then we see the creepy girl symbol carved into the tree, which is bad news. Um, and and I think that might be, is that the first time we've actually seen the symbol in the woods? I don't think so. Okay. I think we've seen it on a few other trees, like, as okay. they've, like, wandered out. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember, because I know we, like, we saw it with Travis's body, like, we saw it, like, yeah. in the present day scenes, and I thought that maybe, like, Lottie had drawn it at some point, but I didn't know if we had seen it, like, occurring yeah. in the woods, but I'll take your word for it. I believe you. Um, Van suggests that Ty talks to Lottie about her sleepwalking issue, um, which Ty emphatically vetoes. Um, I, this episode, Ty was challenging for me. <laughs> um, and I, like, it was like as soon as Van was like, we should talk to Lottie, I was like, that was the wrong thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and I, I think we're getting a divide between, we're starting to get a divide between who believes in Lottie and who doesn't, right? And that's going to be something that kind of, I think we'll probably get pulled out over the season is like, who is buying into this and who isn't? Because obviously, like, Nat's not, you know, which we see yeah. and we'll get into. But like, um, you know, and having Nat and Ty on one team, like, that's a strong pairing to have the two of those being yeah. like fuck this shit this doesn't make sense um so we'll kind of see yeah it was the wrong thing for van to say but also like it was an objectively good suggestion like maybe they yeah. should talk to lottie and this is what i this is what i find frustrating about that is like you need help like yeah. something and obviously we really see that at the end the of the of the episode but um with ty as an adult but it's like you need to ask someone like, something is happening, like, totally beyond anyone's control. And, yeah, Lottie, I mean, <laughs> in the situation you're in, Lottie seems like the best person to ask. Or, like, they should just tell someone else. Yeah. So, uh, then we get current day Ty um, trying not to go to sleep. At first, I thought she was, like, zapping out of some kind of trance or something. Um, but then we yeah. see her drink, like, six cups of coffee, working out, taking pills, that's pretty much all we get. We can tell that Ty is, which I'm always, when people like attempt that as a resolution to their like problem that happens while they're sleeping, I mean, I'm always like, guys, you're gonna fall asleep eventually. Like you I can't also, just power through forever. That that was the first scene and first mode of the show where I was like, I don't like that. Oh, really? really? That I was just like, I was just like that like montage of her drinking the coffee and whatever. I was like, like, this is mean. I was like, boring. Like, yeah. it just felt like yeah. a little too on the nose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is personal preference. No, I no, like, I agree. Didn't, didn't need it. Because it's, it's kind of the first moment that they've done something in the show that you've, like, ever actually seen somewhere yeah. else. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and I'm always like, that's just, like, not a logical solution. Like, you can't just never sleep again. Like, what the yeah. hell? Um. Then we get back to outside of the cabin. We see Travis get the blessing from Lottie alone. Um, and then Nat and Travis are out searching again against a beautiful mountain vista, really just sweeping views of the wilderness of Canada. Um, 
and Travis tells Nat that the the tea and the blessing is just a symbol of openness and humility um which again like we're starting to see that divide between who's on Lottie's side and yeah. who's not um and it's it's interesting that it's kind of happening between the pairs right like um, yes and is this the this might be a further ahead, but is this the moment when Travis says something that like along the lines of like everyone serves, everyone is, mm-hmm. has their own role, or, like everyone is serving their own purpose? And I was like, I'm sure that is something Lottie's. <laughs> it feels like something yeah. Lottie would have said, but I was like, right. right, like everyone is serving a trying to just like serve their own role and and yeah, not everybody can does, be out there hunting because that's that's why he no, says it. And, and like, Nat's like, doesn't it piss you off that she's yes. doing her witch doctor shit while we're out like looking for food, and that's his response. And it's like, we all like they need they need right. Lottie, and I mean you know, I <laughs> maybe I'll regret saying that in a couple episodes time when if Lottie uh, loses loses the thread a little bit, but. And you see that all throughout this episode of them kind of like go of relying on Lottie to be, she's just more like their emotional intelligence right, sometimes. Right, And I think like when you look at groups like this, right, like people that get stranded in these situations and have to rely on each other, like the ones that make it out are because they do have some sort of like, you know, leadership, like center, you know, some sort of like grounding presence of any kind to be able to be like, no, we have to band together and fix this. And, you know, like as much as I love Nat as a character, like if Nat had been in charge when this plane went down, she would have just been like, it's every man for themselves. Like everybody just go your separate ways. And they would have been screwed. Like they do need each other. They do all have different things they bring to the table. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. Nat and Travis then at that point split up, um, which immediately to me, I was like, <laughs> uh-oh. Um, and they plan to meet back up at the quote-unquote weird mossy tree. <laughs> the mossy tree. Okay. The face I just made. Um, Utter shock and delight. <laughs> all y'all can see. I, okay. I was watching uh, Poker Face. Separate show. Is that the Natasha Leone one? Very good. Part. Yeah, okay. Yes, I really, it's the um, team who does the Knives oh, Out. Oh, okay, I didn't know um, that. Movies did it. Anyways, there's a <laughs> there's a scene in the last episode, or like a kind of a plot line, and there's like a hole beneath a tree like that, like a kind of Ooh. like a cave. And I, and I, we like see it, and immediately I looked at B next to me and was like, what if Javi's under the tree? Like, what if there's like yeah. a little like. There's like he's like burrow yeah. or there's like a little like burrow well because that's or kind something. of like Anyways, no because I had said that like that something like that at the end of because I was like maybe he's like inside the tree like the tree's ho- like I was yeah. thinking like hundred acre wood the tree is hollow but that would make <laughs> a lot of sense like if that's something that those trees can do because maybe that's why the moss is growing because they have like <laughs> their own groundwater supply or something I don't know I mean yeah I don't I mean it is it is odd I mean. In the show, the tree, I yeah. mean, it was winter, and the tree was a win- in, in winter. Um, so there's definitely something up with the fact that it's, like, it seems to be, like, alive yeah. and well and in I can't, the room. But I, I was like, yeah, I was like, what if Javi's I'm trying to figure out if it has to do with Javi or if it has to do with, like, something with the, you know, the Lottie of it all, the sort of spiritual thing. Yeah. But to me, it feels like it has to do with Javi somehow. So 
I kind of feel like Javi's in yeah. the tree. Like, I, I'm totally on that same page with you. Or that he's, like, present somehow. Now I'm like, what if he's the ghost Yeah, but boy? Lottie thinks he's alive. Like, Lottie is so sure yeah. that he's alive. So, okay, they say they'll meet back up at this weird mossy tree when the sun hits the peak. Travis doesn't have a gun, which Nat points out to him. And which tells us that, and he, like, doesn't care. He's like, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Which tells us that Travis is pretty much, at this point, out solely to find Javi. Like, he is no longer on a hunting expedition. And Nat is out there to hunt. Like, Nat has given up on on the hobby of it all. Um, then we cut to Nat and Lottie present day. We see that the sun is up, so it's, I'm we're assuming, the morning after the ritual in the woods. Um, Nat says, last I heard you were finger painting in the loony bin, and now you're running a cult. Clearly you've recovered. To which Lottie responds, last I heard, you were getting out of rehab for the fifth time. How's your recovery going? And wow, the tension between these two. I love, I really enjoy their, like, the chemistry between those two characters. It's very fun. And I like that Lottie seems like when... (laughs) The girl who Nat stabbed the fork brings her the smoothie and then she just throws it out. She's yeah. like, don't be an asshole. Like, that Lottie seems to, like... it. it she it, knows how to communicate with Nat because be... she's just, like, yeah, 100%. Yes. And it's also... It gave me a little inkling that, like, is it all right. an act? That, like, she kind of, like... I wanted to this, talk like, to you little... about that moment specifically because I was like, there was a weird moment of tension with Fork Girl and Lottie's smoothie because she was like, <laughs> you put maca root instead of ashwagandha in it. And then it felt to me like she noticed Nat's reaction and backpedaled and then was like, it's fine, don't worry about it. And then the girl walks away and she's like, don't be an asshole, and then throws the whole thing out. So, what? yeah, what did you make of that? I think that's kind of a good read. Yeah, like, maybe it's all an act or, like, maybe, like, we're not getting a lot. And maybe it's just that Lottie is, you know, she is incredibly, like, or led to believe like emotionally intelligent and receptive to like she's really aware of what everyone I think needs of her from her and whether or not she's now manipulating right. people with that and the situation with that but yeah I don't know maybe she was just being like trying to get Nat to calm down and be stay or I think maybe she was just like the, these people <laughs> here are yeah, driving me yeah. nuts <laughs> like I like I you know she just seems like she's like yeah Ugh. You know, like it's all kind of gone yeah. to her. Well, head. so just before that, <laughs> I want to like, focus, not whatever. Yeah, not my libido. And then she's like, well, it can't hurt, right? And then, like, immediately just throws it in the garbage. Um, Lottie, just before that, says that they're not a cult in a very cult leader way. Like, once you have to say it, you know what's up. Um, and then she says the burial of that man was a therapeutic measure. So, um, claps for me. I'm a genius the symbolism of rebirth thank you um and then the only other thing like from that scene that i thought was really kind of worth talking about was that lottie says that they kidnapped nat to save her from herself because she's like you put a gun in your mouth so they had to act quickly um which i think is really interesting because we're trying to figure out like why exactly did Lottie want to bring Nat to this place? And then, like, later on, and we'll kind of get to this when we get to the scene, but, you know, obviously there's the whole, like, Lottie tried to save Travis, and I 
do think it's so I, maybe we can talk about it then but like obviously lottie has yeah. some vested stake in trying to save all of these people so maybe put yeah. a pin in that and we'll get back to it but um then misty calls ty for what she says is the third time today she's still very worried about like being left out which i just that's like one of these <laughs> those moments that i love in this show where you like see the moments that these women revert to their teenage selves i mean misty does it a lot um a lot but she's looking for help about nat and she says something about like i could really use my teammates and i'm like oh my god the way that the way misty would just send me over the fucking edge all the time um She's trying to get the security footage from Nat's motel, and the only person who thinks they can help on the message boards is the guy with all the Adam Martin theories. And she's like, don't send us on a, you know, goose chase, and then amends it to wild goose chase, which is just, <laughs> uh, gotta love Misty. Um, yeah. Misty. And then Ty finds Jackie's spooky made-up body, which reminded me of, are you familiar with Amy Carlson? She was the leader of this so. cult called Love Has Won, and it was, like, a primarily inter internet-based cult, but then there was a group of people that did, like, live with her and follow her around, and she ended up dying from a combination of, like, they don't actually know if she was, like, also sick, but she also had, like, an insane alcohol habit where she would just drink, like, like literal gallons of vodka a day, and she, like poisoned herself with colloidal silver which is something that's like good you know it's like a supplement that's good for you in small amounts but she consumed so much of it that like literally there are pictures of her on the internet she was like purple tinged like she looks and so anyway after she died the people in her cult wanted to like preserve her body so they like covered like put makeup on her and wrapped her in christmas lights and then like when the cops finally found her <laughs> <laughs> I Why don't Christmas know, lights? but, like, how freaking creepy. Like, just the whole thing is so <laughs> wacky. Um, you know, and it wouldn't be so funny if she wasn't, like, kind of a terrible person who, like, abused a bunch of people and, you know, just took advantage yeah. of them. But it, as it stands, it is kind of funny. Um, so it reminded me of that, um, <laughs> which was fun. Um, Ty flips out in front of everybody. I... <laughs> When she did that, I was like, Ty, like, this is truly a fucked up situation and something needs to be, like, done and said and we need to handle this. But she just was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, why would that be your approach? Yeah, like, maybe gentleness would have been called for here. I don't know. Like, tough love. But that's, like, the way she flew off the handle. I was like, um, (laughs) that is very spooky and really messed up but i don't really yeah, know if that but, was but i can empathize with that being the reaction because truly how else do you react to like blue eyeshadow I mean, being on your friend's corpse like other yeah. than just being like what in the fresh hell is going on like <laughs> but yeah, the moment time, i was like time. yeah so lottie jumps to defend yeah. shauna yes. um and then this is the moment that Ty is like, I also thought it was a bad play for Ty to be like, it has to stop like for you, for the baby. Like, first of all, what does it have to do with yeah. the baby? Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's not right. Emotionally or mentally right. healthy, but yeah. But like, well, I'm, and I wanted to be like, Ty, you don't even know the worst right. part. 
But then Ty, so I didn't think, and it was like obvious that that wasn't going to play well. Because of course, Shauna comes back with like, what do you know about my baby? Like, you know, whatever. Um, And then Ty says, you know, the Jackie and Shauna thing has to stop. And she says, we're going to have to get rid of her body. Um, And obviously there's pushback, but ultimately it's decided that because the ground is frozen, they're going to have to cremate her. Um, then we're in present day and we see cop Kevin come to, which I forgot about him for a second. I had to like wait until we got back around to be like, oh yeah, he yeah. was one of the guys that Nat hung out with in high school. Um, so cop Kevin comes to Shauna's house asking about Adam. Then he says they've got texts, which is like, I mean, Shauna does a really good job, I think, of playing dumb mm-hmm. in this situation for the most part. She has like one moment where she kind of slips, but she's, Shauna's smart yeah um but then he says they've got texts and then she lies about what's in the texts which is like you know i like i feel like they can they're gonna be able to yeah, read the texts. i mean like they can i mean they might right now they might just have phone records yeah. but like eventually they're probably gonna get his cell That's phone like, you know i think about this all the time in procedurals and stuff that i watch like yeah. why, lie why lie about something that will be like uh, just a fact like they will have right the quote-unquote receipts <laughs> So right. why lie? Like, yeah. why lie up front? And it's like, in all these shows, you're like, why are you... I would be like, yes. <laughs> right. It's... And I, I get that she's doing... I mean, I think her train of thought is like, if they catch me having an affair with him, that's going to make me suspect number yeah. one. But it's also like, yeah, but if you lie, lie about, about having an affair with him, and then they catch you, then you're definitely suspect yes. number one. Like, so not great. Um, Callie gets her out of it with the mall ruse from the suggestion Kelly, Shauna made That earlier. was like the first moment where I was like, <laughs> She's go. on the team now. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be drafted. Um, and we kind of see in the like next episode preview, like Ke- I think Callie's going to be, you know, coming up to the A-team pretty soon. <laughs> she's going to get looped in. Um, but you can obviously tell in the, the conversation they have after Detective Kevin leaves that she, Callie, is not buying what Shauna no. is selling as far as her cover here. Um, then we see Sammy shows up to Ty's house with Biscuit 2 slash Steve, the dog. I'm so um, worried about So worried that about dog. that dog. He's not going to make and it. There's even no just chance. in general, like, even if she doesn't uh, have an episode and harm him, like, is he being fed? Who's walking Locked. him? You haven't left your house Watered? in days. Yeah. 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 Who's watering the dog? dog. Um, Just give yeah. the dog to Sammy. <laughs> yeah, send the, my, dog, send the um, dog to Simone's house. And if like, I was Simone, I'd be like, I'm going to take I'm going to take dog. the dog. Yeah. Or call the ASPCA because you should not be having a being to take. Like, how come you don't trust her with Sammy, but you trust her with Biscuit Jr.? Like, why? That dog's cute as hell. I know, it's so cute. It's so scruffy. Misty is eavesdropping on a potential residence child, which at first I couldn't think of, like, what you call people who go into a nursing home. (laughs) When I was writing my notes, I wrote inmate. (laughs) Which is um, an upsetting read on the state of America's nursing homes, if you ask me. Then we see that it's Elijah Wood. Yay! Yes! Elijah Wood. Um, I'm so he, excited. He gives her a weird side eye immediately. This man is chewing chewing up everything that he's being given. Just like we, real weird side eye look. The outfit he's wearing. Super weird. And just like the whole thing, like the questions he's asking, just bizarre. Um, 
And then she, Misty finds an envelope in the fridge with a blank sheet of paper inside. Um, then we see Travis is out trudging through the snow and I'd be super worried at this point that he was going to die if we didn't already know that he made it. Um, like with him being out in the snow without Nat, like I still got nervous. Um, when he does get to the tree, Nat convinces him that she found Javi's bloody pant leg that, you know, we know that she manufactured herself by stealing from his suitcase and cutting her leg. Um, she's obviously trying to help Travis move on because she does believe that there's no chance Javi is alive, but you know, yikes. That I thought yikes. Choice. I, I was like, so as, and as soon as she like, opened the suitcase, I like, you know, I realized what she was yeah. doing. And I was just like, nah, like, I know that you think this is how you need to help Travis, but it's just not. Um, There's a lot of that in this show. And I think it's, you know, and a lot of it has to do with being a teenager of like having the best of intentions yes. and just not knowing how to execute freaking anything ever like just being like but why would you handle it that way <laughs> like yeah but you can always understand their motivation yeah. like it's not a there's not a single one of these girls that you ever feel like is coming from a bad place except for maybe misty yeah except misty. for maybe misty misty's like just a, a little but bit you crazy. but you still understand why like miss the way misty's mind works right. yeah but yeah it's like not like I was like, no. And I and I just like it was like in that moment I was like, I bet Javi's still alive. Yeah. Because this yeah. is going to be a huge wedge. Yeah. Um Well, and so I mean, my mind immediately because I'm totally on board with like Javi's alive. Cause I I trust whatever sense Lottie's got, like yeah. cause I agree with you, like I think Lottie is manipulating people to a degree, but whatever sense Lottie's got it feels to me like the show is telling us that it is real. Like Lottie yeah. is tapped into something that is real and she knows things like, and we've seen her know things. So I trust Lottie when she says Javi's alive. I'm like, okay, like she's, he's alive. Um, and I think the show is, is in general leading us to kind of believe that. Um, but I was going like, okay, so is it going to happen because Travis is going to like, open up Javi's suitcase and see the pants? Is he going to mm. see the cut on Nat's yeah. leg? Is it going to be that Lottie has another vision? Is it just going to be that Javi comes back? Like, is it going to be that they stop looking for him and then it turns out that Javi's alive and then he dies and then they find oh, yeah. his body and it's like, oh, he couldn't have died that long ago? Like, whatever it is, it's going to be a big problem so yeah and i i imagine that still weighs pretty heavy on that yeah i think yeah you know, and, whatever, and you would think on very, travis too which kind of leads into the next scene yeah because you know i it i think we're, we're led to believe that nat and travis had a very tumultuous relationship after they were rescued yeah um, so yeah so then we see present day Lottie and Nat in some sort of therapy hut. Um, and Travis called Lottie on the night that he died, which is what Lottie, you know, tells Nat in this scene. Um, and Lottie says, he said the wilderness had come back to haunt him. And he said he knew what he had to do. 
Uh, and then she says something about like getting close to the darkness, the idea that the only way to confront the darkness is to get close to it. Um, and then we get a flashback. Lottie, you know, drove to Travis while he was like freaking out, did her magic hand thing, which obviously still works. Um, so whatever power Lottie has is not solely imbued by the woods, which I think is important. Um, she falls asleep again. Everybody just like uh, who's, who's falling stop asleep? sleeping at the wrong time. Like just yeah, I'd be sitting there like the night the at the party that my sister fell over and I thought that maybe she had a concussion. Oh, yeah. I just laid awake next to her for like three she didn't fall asleep or fall over because she was drunk, guys. She had a cardiac event. It's fine, it's not her fault. But she I, I just laid awake next to her and just like checked her breath every couple hours to make sure that because I was like, she should sleep. But also, I have to make sure she's not going to die from a, a head yeah. injury. Like, yeah. just stay awake. Power through when something is important. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Lottie also seems pretty rested. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, you couldn't just have one night of, like, interrupting your... I don't know. This is why you don't let ask wellness people to help you out <laughs> with things. They're not dependable enough. They need all their shit in order. Um Lottie then doesn't wake up until Travis is already left for the ranch. Um, and then Nat asks Lottie, you know, why why didn't you call me? And Lottie says Travis told her not to because Nat would only make things worse. Um, which you can tell really hurts Nat. Um, and I think might have something to do with, you know, with the Javi situation, yeah. potentially. Um, that maybe, you know... And or maybe I mean obviously it's got to have something to do with what happens in the woods, um, and maybe it's just that she doesn't believe in all of Lottie's, you know, stuff, and so that could yeah. be part of it as well. Um, but Nat's obviously really hurt by that. Then we go back into the flashback. Lottie's getting to the ranch as Travis is about to hang himself with the crane, and Travis says, "If it tells me what it wants, I can make it go away." And he says the thing about getting close to the darkness again. So Lottie ultimately agrees to raise the crane and then the buttons got stuck, which is like, I'm curious. Why I, couldn't we just do this with a rope and then have you let him down? Like, why would you depend on machinery I also, for this? I'm curious if how you felt. I don't believe that that is the full truth of everything. Well, and, and then it's not, right? Because Nat says, like, you're not telling me something. Yeah. And then we get the voiceover that says, put your faith in him, your guiding light. And I was like, what's that about? And then we see Laura Lee. Um, and then her eyes turn into spooky ooky ghosts, ghost eyes. Um, and she appears to Lottie as a, as a vision. And then behind, you know, we see Travis being lifted up into the air. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's to me, like at the very least, the buttons getting stuck was not just a tragic yeah. accident, as Lottie says it is. Like, something supernatural was happening. Yes. Something then, wanted wanted to take Travis in that moment. And the fact that, like, speaking of creepy, Laura Lee coming back as a spooky, creepy ghost is, like, I mean, that was, like, that was the most, unexpected. like, straight-up horror imagery yeah. we've seen so far of just, like, the black eyes and the rotting skin and the whole thing. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, because like, it, 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 like... Something is, like, some of the people who have made it out of the woods feel to be 
and maybe they're the I say they're the people with Lottie, but like something is haunting them. Like they were in touch mm. with something out there, and something it's like Ty is also one of these people, right? And like that also leads me to believe that like there is some something. I'm convinced that it's not just drama response. Like something supernatural. Oh, for sure, is happening yeah. to them. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I I think at this point the show yeah. is telling us that like i don't think at this point we're dealing with a situation where the show is trying to be ambiguous about whether or not like something they're like no something something else is going on here um which and i kind of like the way that they've done it where they didn't we didn't really start seeing that until the end of last season yeah like they got us invested in the actual you know the the kind of grounded practical story of it all and then started introducing that and i like that now this is where it's going i don't know maybe that'll be um an issue for some viewers but so far i love it i i think that's really cool um makes it so much i mean there's plenty of creepy stuff to work with anyway but like laura especially laura lee she's kind of spooky to begin with yeah, and like she, but like also, like you oh, know that so she believed in heaven so yeah. wholeheartedly, and now she's just like a haunted ghost girl, and you're mm. just like, oh, Laura Lee, you poor sad thing. Like, um, and then, so then back in present day, Nat says to Lottie, every time you try to save someone, bad things happen. We don't really know what that means, um, but probably good to hold on to for future use because I'm sure it will become relevant um because obviously that's kind of a tendency that lottie has you know is to Mm. to try and save people um and then lottie says at least if nat is trying to because nat says you know i'm gonna destroy you blah 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 as soon as i get out of here lottie says at least if nat is trying to destroy her she'll have to stay alive um which is interesting and i wanted to know what you thought like what why do you think Lottie is so preoccupied with, and this kind of goes to what we were saying earlier, um, with protecting Nat. Like, do, because it does seem it's, I mean, obviously Nat is the one who's at the highest risk of doing anything to, like, end up dead. Yeah. Um, but, like, Ty's having a real tough time, and Lottie does not seem concerned about her at all. So it makes me think that Lottie's concern is, like, not just the team but like nat specific yeah and i don't know i'm trying to get a read on it and i don't know if i can yet i don't this is like kind of a sidebar thought but i guess it might come back around once i start talking but there is like i they just those two characters like if if they could work it out and work together would be so like could have been so effective like they to me, Nat and Lottie feel like for all of that Ty and Sean and everyone else tries, like they feel like the natural like leaders of the group. And maybe that's part of it that Lottie's like, you know, we can't like we can't lose Nat like Nat or maybe like the way that she is connected to everybody somehow. Right. Lottie's like we can't like that that connection can't be broken or maybe Lottie just really cares for her. Yeah. Um, but no, no good. I I'm. I feel like this season is going to probably be a lot of Lottie and Nat. Yeah. And how that all unravels. I feel like they... Nat was a huge part of last season, but Lottie was kind of a little bit more in the background. And I think 
the way that all of this and Travis starts to like intermingle, intermingle is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping we get some sort of revelation about why Lottie cares. Because it seems like she cares about Nat. Yeah, Which... yeah, for for all the amount that Nat is like, please <laughs> yeah. get out of my face. I never want to see you again. Like, and and that's one of the things that I do really like about Lottie as a character. <laughs> I, too. She's still my favorite character. She, I know she's I, she, no, she's. Up, I think but... she's my favorite too. But like, her because and Nat. she's like, she's so impervious. Like, people are constantly saying really mean stuff to her. Like all the yeah. other girls on the team, just like you know it. it they don't treat her like they treat Misty, but, like, there's definitely, like, a lot of stuff that they, like, throw her way. And she's always just sort of, like, okay. Like, she is always so understanding of, like, where someone is coming from and, like, just doesn't let any of it really affect her. And, like, I mean, she just, she does have the disposition of, uh, you know, of kind of what you're yeah. talking about, like, in terms of, like, leadership not in the sort of like hyper charismatic way that we think of but in this way of just like having this preternatural calm around her where it's just like nothing phases her and then all of a sudden she goes and breaks her face on a glass window yeah. pane but like it you know does. whatever we all Something break sometimes about the preview at the end of this episode gave gave me the impression that like some like lottie is going to like because there was another like slamming her head on the glass Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to have a moment here in, in the woods soon where she uh, unravels. I mean, if she, yeah. she's she's in the process of unraveling, but yeah. uh, it's going to get, this, the process is going to get sped up. Yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right about that. Um, so then we see Simone show up at Ty's house, and Ty has the door chain on, which again, leads us to believe God only knows how many days it's been since Ty left her house. Who's letting Biscuit 2 out? Who is watering Biscuit 2? Who's watering Biscuit 2? Hashtag who is watering Biscuit 2. Then we find out that Sammy went out the window. And then Simone says, so you left him by himself? And I was like, girl, he's like eight years old. Like, Yeah, I mean, mean, should Ty have fallen asleep? No. No, but But like, like... I don't think Sammy, well, we learn later He's on, like, but... what, like a second grader? Like, it, you can leave children alone. Like, it's not yeah, like, you know. He doesn't you know, strike like... me as the type of kid who would go Who you were window. anticipating was going to run out a window? No. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, okay, like, hover parenting. Um, Simone give... is terrified. I give... mean, and rightfully yeah. so. I yeah. would be, that alter, <laughs> I would be out yeah. so fast. But I'm also just like, you know, give Taisa a break because yeah. Simone is doing this thing where it's like, and I'm, I mean, I get it. Like it's Taisa's responsibility to do something about the fact that she's yeah. losing it. But also Simone kind of feels like she's acting like it's Taisa's fault that she's losing it. And I'm like, you know what? Well, she has a lot going I'm, on. I'm like, curious if like this is not the first, because like Simone to me is acting from a place of like, I'm mm. so sick of this. Yeah. And you not acknowledging something and what is happening to you. And so I wonder if it's happened, if yeah. there have been other instances. And Simone is just like, I, like I've had enough. Of that makes I, a lot of sense. Because like in my head, I was kind help. of thinking about it like, oh, Simone must know this happened before because she knows about what happened in the woods. But she probably doesn't. Like, no, there's a good chance I Ty think, never told her. No, and she's probably just like, what is wrong? And like, yeah. you need to get help. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't keep falling down this like rabbit hole with you yeah no that makes a lot of sense that's a really good point um 
Then there's a fight about Jackie's jacket before they cremate her, which, I mean, my thing was kind of like, like, I get it, it's nice to cremate her with her jacket, but I was like, don't you want to, like, take something back to her parents who are going to be like, you know, like, sorry, Jackie froze to death in the woods, like, but, um... Well, first they wanted to take all the clothes, right? Because they needed them. And yeah. I was like, that's all right. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I like, get it's it. It's probably the wise choice, yeah, but, but it it's is. It's a t-shirt. And the but jacket. It is, I mean, I was like, yeah. maybe take the jacket off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The but jacket's like nice. wool and leather. You probably yeah. should have kept it. Someone can wear it and then you'll bring it back to Jackie's parents. Yeah. And I was, you know, the moment when Lottie gives her the necklace. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lottie. See, yes. I was like, this was a better, you know, like Shauna started, like Lottie kind of lets, you know, isn't like we're not going to do this. She's kind of like, you know, we need to do this, but we can take our, you know, it doesn't have to be this like, (laughs) like, yeah, Lottie never like weighs in. She just like does whatever she's going to do. She's kind of like, let Shauna have a minute and like, let's give her this necklace. Like, don't like it. It doesn't have to be so hasteful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Right before that, Lottie notices the chunk of missing skin on Jackie's forearm and gives Shauna what I would describe as a meaningful look. <laughs> like, she knows kind of yes. what's up here. She's like, you did something fucking weird. And then Shauna kind of, like, pulls down the jacket sleeve and covers it up. And then then we get the necklace. Um Then we see Callie decide to go up to a random bar patron who has been checking her out. Um, her friend, she says something about, like, he's not a serial killer, he's doing a crossword puzzle, and her friend says serial killers love puzzles, it's a documented fact, which, uh, shots at both of us, like, just rude. Um, and then she goes up to him, and he eventually, like, orders her a drink after she helps him with his crossword. He's an adult man just drinking straight Firewall, which is... I feel I... like disgusting and not something <laughs> ew. Like ew. That right? I mean, ew. There's a lot about that interaction that was like Yeah. This is creepy, but I also had the feeling I was like, this person's up to something. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And And he was. And he is. Um they pretty much immediately, you know, start talking about their bummer parents. Um Callie also lies about her age to him, um, which you know, I don't think our audience is in the age range where they have to, they would find themselves in a situation to do this. But don't ever do that. Don't, no. don't ever do that. It's never a good idea. Um, then back at camp, Lottie doesn't believe the pants thing with Hobby's pants. Um, you know, Nat and Travis get back. They're like, what the hell is going on? We're burning Jackie's body. And... You know, and then they're like, we found Javi's pants. And Lottie's like, absolutely not. I can feel that Javi is still alive. Like, she knows. Lottie is a case for trusting your own intuition. <laughs> um, Shauna gives a little speech at the cremation. Um, and at one point she says to, to Jackie, I can't even tell where you end and I begin. Um, which I think is just kind of going back to what we talked yeah. about last week a bit um but also really sad just like that's sad yeah i I, that whole you know they were besides lottie there was some incense like a lot of them were being insensitive i felt like to to shauna and 
just the, throughout this these whole like since can it you imagine people talking to you like that if i died like yeah they're and it's like i know you're in this like you know pressure cooker of a situation and yeah, people like you just like, need to like, move let her on live. but it's like it's her best friend also yeah. it was a very complicated odd relationship and it's kind of her fault that she's dead right and, yeah, i mean listen if if we ever end up in a situation where you have access to my corpse and what you want to do is sit and talk with me and then do my makeup really poorly, by the way. Like, terrible look from Shauna. She's bad at that. Um, but I give you permission to put makeup on my corpse. Oh, thanks. So, so now you have that. I don't know. It's just, like, be a little more understanding. Like, yeah. obviously, like, they were incredibly close. Everything about their lives was interwoven. Like, just... And I get it. It's been two months. But, like... Also, Shauna's fucking pregnant. And yeah, like you said, like, it's kind of her fault that Jackie's dead. Like, just uh, it's also you cover guys are a fucking break. Stranded she and she... starving. Right. Like, let's You're give starving. everyone some space. And like that, just like in a lot of ways, it's just like, seems like what Lottie is doing right now to be like, um, need I not remind you that we are all really in a terrible place? Right. There's literally nothing good about this situation. Why don't you just cut her some fucking slack? Um, Yeah. So, and then Travis adds the pant leg to the pyre and says goodbye, Javi, which is seemingly Travis accepting his brother's death, which is part of what leads me to the kind of theory that I have that, like, maybe they're going to stop looking, Mm -hmm. and then it will turn out that Javi died after they stopped looking, Um, which would be very sad. And I hope that's not what happens, but I... this show doesn't shy away from making you really, really sad. No, so. and like, you know, when he's like... See, I think... I guess what I... Going back to, like, Lottie telling us what happened to Travis. It's like, obviously something, you know, he's getting pulled. There's something supernatural there, but... I just, like, don't believe... I don't think I believe Lottie when she's telling us that Travis didn't really want Nat there, that she'd make it... That she would make it oh, worse. Like, there's things that, like about the story that I don't really fully believe. And yeah. I don't know why. Like, I don't have a good reason yeah. for that, other than it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, See, but... that's interesting, because I bought everything Lottie said, like, at face value, <laughs> and that's because Lottie is running the kind of cult that I would join. Like, I know, I think, truly, anybody that thinks that they are impervious to joining cults, I think, is incorrect. Like, there is a cult out there for everybody. Literally the only person I have ever met ever known in my entire life who I don't think would join a cult. I bet you can guess. I don't know. It's my father. Yeah, I, I would say, no. is it my dad? I don't think my dad would join a cult. Because, I mean, and honestly, for the same reason, because both of our dads would, like, see any of the barriers to entry as join, of joining a cult as being, like, too high they would just be like i don't have time for that bullshit like it would just be that like it would it wouldn't be because of like any sort of like you know not to say that our fathers don't have morals they do but like it wouldn't be because of like moral strength or anything it would just be like yeah it sounds like i don't know it sounds yeah. like bullshit i, don't I just care like, can't i can't think. be bothered yeah like yeah. everybody else like my sister and i have both talked about like what kind of cults we could be gotten to join my brother thinks that he would never join a cult and i'm like my man you were in a fraternity where you were <laughs> hazed for three months like you've already done it like so anyway my kind of cult 
is Lottie's cult. She would have me hook, line, and sinker. I'd be being buried in that grave. I know it. So everything she said, I bought. <laughs> I think you're probably taking a more measured approach. Yeah. I don't um, think I'd be in Lottie's cult. <laughs> no. No. I don't think so. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, so there's that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, then we see Nat trying to sleep at the trauma retreat place. Um, and she has some sort of flashback to an oxygen mask. Yeah. What, what was that? I'm, I, okay. I had two thoughts. I was like, one, is it kind of like, is she like seeing what like could have, maybe they like put that on her when they kidnapped her was like kind of my first, one of my thoughts. That's what I thought too. But yeah. I was like, but maybe it was like a flash But then I feel forward? like I remember, I remember seeing her be kidnapped and I don't remember yeah. that. Like I think they came in and put a bag on her head. Yeah. And so I was like, maybe it's a flash forward or I was like, maybe is it like what could have happened if Nat didn't, or if Lottie didn't come save her? Like, is there something Maybe. that Lottie, like, is she, like, having some kind of, like, visions yeah. that, like, Lottie... My thought, even... my thought was that it was either, like, her going into the hospital after they came yeah. back, or maybe it has something to do with what we get pretty, in pretty short order after, which is Ty. Mm. Oh. I don't know. That might be kind of a reach, but that yeah. was kind of my... So, anyway. Okay. So, we don't know. But there's a lot of possibilities. Um, Misty ends up being able to read the letter from Elijah Wood, uh, which was written with invisible ink. And she is able to do so because, of course, she has just been cleaning her parrot's cage with a blacklight. Because what is Misty if not a true crime devotee? That bird. Also, if anyone was curious, her username for her like Reddit thread is African Grey, and that's the type of bird. That she owns. Yeah. If you anyone didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I think it's also uh, the photo. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. The photo is like two parrots next to each other. <laughs> um, so she finds out reading this letter that Elijah Wood has set up a fake FBI interrogation for a guy who has been living at the motel for a couple of months because basically that camera that Misty wanted to tap into is just like an empty box. It can't actually, you know, it's a dummy. Um, but he says, hey, like, you want to come do a fake FBI interrogation with me? Which is, I mean, I can't so wait. scary. Like, what that. the fuck? The yeah, idea of Elijah Wood and then Christina Ricci in this wig doing an FBI interrogation. Like, what camp nonsense? I, I, um, I love this fucking show. When I was, like, reading up on the, like, season two, whatever, coming out, there was a lot of reviews that were, like, they, like... I think like Christina Ricci has like met her like best match. Like they are that they are very fun. Yeah, to watch I'm excited. Together. I mean, to watch they both have like absolutely crazy eyes. No yeah, offense to yeah. Them. No, it's all it's all this. This is but it's I'm, all just like I'm wide really eyed and to like. It. Um, oh, it's like Misty is one of my favorite characters. Just pure like entertainment value. Like she's yeah. so funny. She's and I, I will say young misty i do not she i just can i cannot deal with secondhand embarrassment feeling like people yeah. are embarrassing themselves i have a that she's 100% so cringy but as an adult it's yeah. so good no i actually i completely agree watching young misty is just like it makes my freaking skin crawl but watching adult misty is just like 
it's just the right amount because you you can kind of feel that she's like by that point she's figured out how to get through the world enough you know what i mean like it's there is a subtle difference in that like misty knows she can't be full misty all the time with everybody or like she won't be able to function um but then in the moments where she is full misty she's just like oh god she's just i mean (laughs) wow what a treat um yeah so we have that to look forward to presumably next week i think that'll be really fun um did I, I assume they took Nat's cell phone when they kidnapped her, right? They must have. Because um, otherwise, Nat should just call Misty back and tell her where the fuck she is. Because our also, girl is worried. And she's about to call a SWAT team. Can't I... Adult Lottie and adult Misty. I mean... I think, I think adult Lottie playing off of all of them is going to be Hilarious. quite a treat. Yeah. Great casting. I don't... I. Yeah, I don't know who that actress is. Um, oh, who plays her, adult Lottie? Adult Lottie, but she's gorgeous, though, oh, isn't yeah. she? I think we talked about this last week. It was so important to me. She had that long hair, mm-hmm. and um, they did a really good job. I think that was. I mean, we might have seen Travis. I, I don't know if we've seen Travis's face before. Like, I think this was the first time we've seen adult in, in Travis's like full face. focus and like a sustained. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's always just kind of been like yeah. as a blurred memory for him. And I almost thought I was like, is that just that looks like the same guy? Yeah, I was like, like is he just a... like actually like old enough to play both? <laughs> or you know, They're to kind of like so be... good at that on this yeah. show. Like, they are really so good at it because all of these people, I completely buy who they are as adults. Yeah. It's. And I love that attention to detail because otherwise that is something that would very easily take me out of this. But yeah. Um, then we find out that the guy at the bar was a cop plant. Um, he's working with Detective Kevin. And now the cops know that Shauna was cheating on her husband because Callie was running her mouth. They also who, know that they didn't go to the mall that? because Callie went out. Yeah, what the... F- like, teenage girls... Honestly, yeah. like te- teenagers, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like Teen- don't talk, teens. don't don't talk to strangers, youths. They might be the police. But also, like if I was Shauna, I thought like when she let Callie leave the house, I, like after that was the cover, I would have been like, we're going to the mall. Like we're not gonna get <laughs> yeah. caught, do you know, not doing the thing that you just said yeah. we're doing. Like we're going to the mall. I'll buy you some new shoes for covering for me, but I'm not gonna let you just like vanish and let the cops catch us and then of course they didn't do that and then that's what happened um kevin basically says that they need to wait until they know more to make a move because shauna's too smart and she'll get out of it um which could be setting up that shauna will be able to weasel her way out of this somehow but she's gonna have to be a little more gd careful um shauna i didn't think she'd let me down like this (laughs) i know i know i think she's gonna well the preview we get at the end, Shauna has a quite a quite a moment, quite a scene. Yeah. So I think yeah. we're gonna get. She is uh, straight up holding a gun at someone's head. So Shauna's gonna have a big week next week. I think is safe to say. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I also feel uh, like Melanie Lewinsky. Lewinsky is just so because her voice is so um, sweet sounding, sweet and like high. Um, yeah. And when she plays, like, when she's, like, in that moment, it's so good because it's so... Yeah. She's so good. She's so believable, but it is a little, like... It feels... Like you really had to push her to get her there somehow. Yeah. And I just... Every time I hear her, 
I get she's Australian, and every time I hear she's her, she's from New Zealand. Oh, actually, New Zealand. she's a Kiwi. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, Melanie. Um, every sorry, time I Australians. Hear her, uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have any of those listening. It's fine. But yeah, every time I hear her, oh wait, her real this voice. is the podcast that goes out to everybody. I <laughs> guess might. someone from Australia could listen to this. Um, but yeah, when I hear her real voice, it's just it's it's like. It's, I can't believe yeah, it. It is weird. I know, because you never would think, because she's always doing an American accent. Yeah. Um, she, God, she's great. But yeah, it is. there's something about the dissonance of it, of like that sweet little voice mm-hmm. being so angry where you're just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> um, so then we see Nat and Travis hook up, and Travis keeps picturing Lottie either in Nat's place or like standing watching over them. She's got some glowy kind of like, jesus beams on her um we get a camera view that uh, well so then there's that um bad vibe that bad vibe also maybe keep that to yourself yeah definitely don't tell anybody about that um and obviously though i think that's that's going to enter into the travis nat lottie dynamic that you know, I mean, I think really what's happening is that Lottie is sort of feeling like a safe space for Travis in a yeah. way that Nat was at one point and isn't so much anymore. Um, makes me really sad for Nat, but also don't fake his brother's death. Right. What and the I hell? Think Nat is putting a lot of pressure. I, I don't think she realizes it on him to be okay. Yeah. And to have to like be like have Just this closure it. and accept it and. They got like sorry, Nat. Unfortunately, that's just not how this works. And Lottie's giving him that space. Yeah. Um, no, a hundred percent. And I, I mean, that's... you know, maybe I I agree. I I think Javi's out there alive, but like maybe false hope. But I don't think Lottie would do that. Right. Right. And I I mean I think too that Nat is underestimating like how much that's going to impact their relationship for her to be the messenger of that. Like, it's not just, oh, someone's telling him that his brother is dead. It's that you, his kind of girlfriend, are insisting that his brother is dead. And that's going to enter into the dynamic here. So that's a problem. Um, Then we get a camera view that sort of, to me, said that some sort of being or energy is, like, drifting through the woods, right? We're following something moving through the woods. Um, and then Jackie's corpse gets a whole bunch of snow dumped on it. And uh, I was like, you know, it, it, I think it's supposed to, it seems like it's supposed to be some type of energy or whatever. But I was like, yeah. also, all that smoke going up to those, like, trees, like, it would shift. Like, all of that probably could, like, come down and collapse, classic weather alex i think i mean maybe it would just melt but i was like oh alex loves meteorology so i i have nothing to say i was like maybe we should have like just moved that like right it is very close to the trees for being an open flame i mean i know it's covered in snow i I guess you didn't want to burn the house down i was like not really again there's not a lot of like a plus options yeah for them but yeah yeah i thought initially i was like fuck is javi like going to just like come out of the woods like is that what is happening like is there some sort of like energy or something is it going to be Javi because it's like the everyone seemed really like scared or like aware yeah Um, and I think it was just like you know some sort of like supernatural because it was kind of interacting with like the thing that Travis had going on and then like the candles were flickering and like something there was definitely something weird happening um then we get our final cut to Ty and Simone 
and they're out looking for Sammy and the school calls. And I kind of had a suspicion that this was what was going to be going on. Um, because I was like, why would Sammy jump out the window? Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and also just the idea when Ty, like, even when he first showed up, Ty's like, you walked from school? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, it seems like it was a really far walk. And I'm like, yeah. why would he do that? Like, um, Sammy seems like a pretty rule following kid for yeah. the most part. So the school calls and they're like, Sammy's still at school. He's been in the principal's office for two hours. The principal gives Simone like a real line of shit. <laughs> not she gives a her, boarding like, a, school. Yeah, we're not a boarding school. Like, can you come get him? And it was like, okay, like, chill. Um, and then Ty kind of starts to like dissociate or something. Like, she seems like she's starting to kind of like zone out. Um, and then we get a T-bone car crash. Um, and we get... You know, we see, like, both Ty and Simone kind of, like, lash back. Yeah. And then we get the extended horn beep, which is always bad news because it means that our driver has lost consciousness. Um, obviously, you know, I don't think that Ty or Simone are going to have died. Um, but I don't think this is going to be good for their relationship. <laughs> no, and I think it's getting, it was, to me, it was, I was like, it was really hard to tell when Ty was like her norm like awake quote unquote or this mm-hmm. like other version of herself and to me like when she was in the car and it, and it felt like she was like disassociating that she was actually not like coming to again or like coming to like but like that she was like falling back into that like kind of like uh I mean, she seems dream like, kind state of like thing yeah um, yeah it's like she gets kind of creepy obviously yeah, yeah it is kind of creepy yeah yeah it is creepy um, so, yeah, I don't poor think Sammy. that'll be good news for them. I know, poor Sammy. I mean, I don't, do you think we're at risk of either one of them dying? I wouldn't put it past. Maybe Simone. Maybe I don't Simone. think Ty is gonna die. No, um, but maybe Simone. Yeah. Poor Sammy. That would be sad. I don't think that would help how Ty is feeling in general. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I don't think that'll help. Um, at least maybe she'll sleep. Yeah. This woman's gonna sleep. It's like you're only making it worse too. But who's you know, gonna take obviously. care of Sammy and Biscuit too? <laughs> Not the principal. <laughs> it was so yeah, dumb. like it was too what the hell I mean, kind I get of educator are you? I yeah, and but it, like you were gonna be there anyway. Like you have to be there till like five o'clock. Yeah. Like also, why didn't you call before then? Like, if he's been sitting there yeah. for two hours with no one picking him up, why didn't you call after he was sitting around for 45 minutes with no one picking him up? <laughs> why did you wait till two hours to be like, we're not running a budding skill? Like, okay. Well, um, she's going to feel, or who the principal's going to feel pretty bad. <laughs> mm, mm, I hope so. Um, and then we get our final scene. So everybody wakes up at, I think they wake up at a smell, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cause I, and I said... To Pete, I was like, that would probably smell. Mm, yeah, I mean, good. it smells like charred human flesh. So, um, smells like a barbecue. <laughs> um, but everybody wakes up at a smell and they go outside, and Jackie, and I don't mean to be crass about this, but like, she looks deep fried. Like, that's, yeah, to me, that's what that corpse looked like. Haunting. She looked crispy. Um, so obviously, and when they were showing us the fire and the snow and the whole thing, obviously something happened with the fact that she was encased in snow and then yeah. the fire was lit beneath her and the fire still caught 
the something happened that it cooked her instead of burning her to ash. Um, and Shauna either feels her baby kick or her stomach growl or some sort of like deep feeling of connection and just says she wants us to, uh, which was soups creepy. <laughs> Very unsettling. Um, yeah. the, I mean, the whole and like the way it like cuts yeah. to like so what it looks like a Grecian kind of feast yeah Yeah. and I I mean I thought that was I thought that was really really well done because it's first it's like we see we get that while they're kind of contemplating it and everybody's looking at each other like are we gonna do this and I thought that the writing and editing here was so good because it gets to like the hunger and the ferocity that they're eating with without giving us too many extended shots of anyone yeah. like eating human entrails. Like we get to like see the intensity of it without being like, mm, that's that's guts. Yeah. Like, um, so I thought that was really good. Um, and uh, then they, they rip Jackie mm. to shreds uh, as Ben kind of limps back inside. Poor and- Ben. Ben, why was he on this trip? Well, he's the assistant coach. Oh, that's right. So he's that's the assistant why. coach. But he's probably like, why? Why? Right. Why? You cut I'm my leg off. I'm the sole adult. With I'm the group. only adult. You cut my leg off. This is a nightmare. And I am an adult who's just with teens. Yeah. <laughs> what is the worst Worst, one of the worst things imaginable. And I was just like, Ben's like, he doesn't have like, like the, like a... the sole adult trapped with teens with now limited mobility because yeah. he can't and get, like, it's not think... like Ben has a prosthetic in the woods, you know? No. Like, and he can't I... really get anywhere or leave. So he's and just now like. they're eating Jackie, which. So I wanted to talk about the I fact think he that... thinks he's next. That he. That was my, that was my thought. <laughs> that he could, or that he could be next. He is uh, kind of the winkest link. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, that was what I thought. But because that I was, was like, mean. it's in- Sorry, it's interesting <laughs> that he's the holdout. No, but it's like, you know, looking at it in an objective way, like Ben is the one who is kind of most likely, you know, obviously, like he can't get away. If they go yeah. after him, like they're going to get him. It's a soccer team and he's on homemade crutches with yeah. one leg. Like he's screwed. And so that was kind of my indication, too, is that Ben felt a little bit more akin to Jack. Because it can't be that, like, he's just less hungry than everybody else. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I think Ben's worried that, like, if somebody's going to go down next, it's going to be him. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily wrong. But I know. And there's no... I would be careful if I was him about, like passing judgment on all that because that's not going to move you down the list any quicker either no and there we have no real like indication that he makes it out mm-hmm. um I, I i'm like when are we getting van adult van yeah because she's you know she's in the end of the um the credits and we know that she's we know that they cast I actually her. didn't know that we were going to get her until I checked something in the casting this week because oh. I was trying to remember if Laura Lee's name was Laura Lee or Laura Jean or whatever. And then I saw Adult Van was cast. Um, I think it's the woman from Servant. 
Yes, I think which you're right. Which is a good casting choice because they actually look a lot alike. Yes. Um, but so spoily, um, adult Van yeah, Van think, does make it, which I honestly I didn't think Van was gonna make you it. No, I think she was a fan. I think she's a fan favorite, and maybe it was kind of like Stranger Things and Steve. Yeah, where they were like, well, we'll keep her, and I think they I do might love have posted Van. on their Instagram, or I saw it a while ago that they that they were gonna bring Van back, um, like bring her in as an adult and then yeah at the end of the credits you get the that woman turns her face and she's got the um the scar that like scar oh i didn't um, see that was that in the next week thing no it's in the like opening credit sequence like the very oh, okay. last I, must not have I think it's one of the very enough. last things i didn't notice it the first time oh but and maybe, maybe it they, was different this week yeah um, maybe i should pay better attention I, I was like oh i was like i wonder if she's with lottie if she's in... Oh, interesting. I don't think she will be, but I'm curious. All around this conversation. I feel like I have, I have so much sympathy for Nat. And I think... Yeah. I think if she tries... Maybe I would be more like this. She tries her hardest to stay out of everyone's... Yeah. She tries really hard, I think, to, like, for the most part, besides with Travis, to stay out of... She's like, you know, my role here is to, like, hunt. Right. And do whatever. And then other than that, like, I'm going to try to, like pull like that's kind of her coping i almost right. like i'm gonna kind of like remove myself a little bit yeah um she's not like getting into a lot of like we don't she doesn't i'm trying to remember she doesn't really react like interact a lot with anyone else but travis no because it it's kind of insinuated in the first season that like i mean like these are her teammates you know yeah. but like the yes, people not, that she hangs yeah. out with are those dudes you know those two guys that like are there where they're drinking behind a building and then some jocks come up to them and the one guy like flashes him, you know, cause the, the yes. guy yells something to Nat about like, show us your boobs. And the guy is like, okay, if you insist and like shows his boobs and then they all like run away together. Yeah. Um, like those seem like those are more her friends. Yeah. So on the team, Nat's a little bit of a loner. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. She, <laughs> It is interesting to, like, watch them, like, be in this situation. And it's like, I mean, I kind of thought that, like, you know, well, if anything's going to get Nat to be friends with these girls, it's going to be the plane crash. And Nat's still like, nope. Nope. Not interested. Nope. No, thank you. I'm good. I got a gun. I'm going to go for a long walk. (laughs) And she's always just, they just come back and, like, I feel like they come back and something's, like, wild. Is happening that like they had they return and it's like we're cremating Jackie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've been gone <laughs> for five hours and all of a sudden you've got a body on fire and that <laughs> just goes, What the fuck happened to her face? <laughs> uh, it's just like it, I mean, she is like way less she's much more nonplussed about the fact that Jackie is about to be on fire than she is about the fact that Jackie has that horrendous blue eyeshadow on. That's just like, why would you do that? What is that about? That if is you do that much. to me, I'll haunt you. <laughs> so, yeah, really great stuff. Um, okay, perfect. Well, thanks for being here, folks. Um, we will be back next week to talk about uh, Season 2, Episode 3. I think we're going to get a lot of good action. The... Uh, Watch the next week on Yellow Jackets if you haven't yet, because there is yes. just, there's 
stuff. Uh, also, Yellow Jackets is running a TikTok ad, which is just a scene from next week's episode that I don't think was in the next week on Yellow Jackets thing, but it's just Melanie Linsky and her daughter, or Shauna and Callie talking, <laughs> and Callie goes, so you're a murderer? And Shauna goes, no. Well, strictly speaking, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, so we're going to get that moment, which I think will be great. Um, thanks for being here, everybody. Um, don't eat your friends. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.